I it's it's one of those points. Okay, and roll with me, guys. Here, all right. We've all been in we've all been in like long relationships, right? Yeah. And yes. Except Tony. We except Tony. Other than Tony, <laughs> Tony, just roll with us on this one. Um, I've heard about him. I've read a book or two. <laughs> So you're in a long relationship and you break up, okay? Whatever it may be. You are so heartbroken in that moment. You're like, I will take anyone who loves me back at this moment. And like, if it's Ronald Jones, like, yeah, like that excites me a little bit just because I need to feel the touch of a woman right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crooks, and we are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And this is the part of the show where I usually say the only gambling show that makes you money. But let me talk about that in a second. I want to start off the show with something we never do. Well, I don't think we've ever done this, period. And I would like to issue a retraction. Because we spent the last two episodes, all of last week, just demeaning the good name of Mike White, New York Jets starting quarterback. And that man came out and just stuck it in our rear, collectively, as a show, for the whole entire evening on Sunday. The Cincinnati Bengals were punks. Nobody ruled the jungle that day. Big scary man guy doesn't deserve to ever be on this show again. The quest for seven is over, and it is because of one man, one man only, El Norte Blanco, Mr. Mike White himself. So as as a gracious host and as a man who's ready to stick his hand up and say he was wrong, I would like to apologize to Mr. Blanco and to the entire Blanco family, and I know that these two boys would like to say that as well. Sorry, Mike. I would actually also like to issue apologize to Mr. Mr. Mike White. And uh, I think the Jets actually might apologize to Mr. Mike White for drafting uh, Mr. Wilson in front of Mr. White. Uh, I think that was the most alarming thing of the day I saw. But, hey, in all seriousness, guys, uh, we'll get to this later. But um, uh, the one singular bet I won uh, on Sunday was uh, Mike White's past attempts over because uh, I did read through some trusted sources that this guy likes to throw it. And not only did he throw it, he caught it. And uh, <laughs> couldn't couldn't have been more impressed with this dude's demeanor. Generally happy for him. And um, great job. El Norte Blanco. Killed it. I mean, the Jets go out and draft the Mormon Manziel, as he's been called many times on this show, at number two overall. Zach Wilson's supposed to be, you know, the next great thing to take this franchise out of the doldrums. It took them until this game, this past week, for them to score a touchdown on their first drive. They had not done that up until this game that Mike White started. They came ready to go. The Bengals were bringing pressure literally from the first snap of that game. I rewatched the game uh, after the Sunday festivities. and I couldn't do it. He, he, because I wanted to know why. I was like, I have to, usually, usually I start with the rewatch of the Patriots game and then I go from there. But today I was like, no, no, I got to start with this Jets-Bengals game because I need to see how this happened. 
And the yeah. Jets were just the Jets were just ready from the very first snap. He was ready to face that pressure. The first five plays or so they ran from scrimmage ended up being. I mean, it's, it wasn't pretty, but he they were like screens, and they dumped off to running backs and wide receivers who made uh, you know got yak made moves in space. He was throwing deep too. He was making all the throws. He, he was doing, he and good. I'm saying he, he was doing good. it all. They were ready, and they were ready to be underestimated. And I think that helped them in 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 getting that victory yesterday. But I'm still bitter because they screwed my ten and a half point Brinks truck spread. So we apologize as a show. We will not be calling you any more names in disgust, but rather in in celebration, El Norte Blanco, because you will be starting the Thursday night game and we will be betting on that game in the next episode. But today's episode is a lot of fun. We have the gravestone segment. We have a Dr. Dangles segment where Dangles has to do some work, some some work on us this week. We also have a wonderful guest coming on the show. Austin Huff is returning to talk about his Tennessee Titans, number one in the AFC and obviously losing their MVP in Derrick Henry. We're going to talk to Austin and console him a little bit on that. But first, we're going to do an MFK, everybody's favorite, an MFK on some of these teams that are fighting for the seven seed in both the AFC and the NFC because it's getting kind of clustered. At the end of this week, we'll be at the official halfway point of the season. And we think as a show, there's some opportunity to make some money on whether a team will or won't make the playoffs. And that's going to be the MFK coming up next. But first, Drew kind of talked about it already. Uh, Guys, we talk about how this is the only gambling show that makes you money, and we take pride in that. Okay, I understand Schaefer is the sharp. He comes with the numbers. My name is Tony Squares. I like to bet with my gut. Dangles is obviously the novice, but the football, loves football. But as a show, we were doing pretty good on the season. And last week, we uh, we just did not live up to expectations. So all of us need to look ourselves in the mirror and know that people are listening to this show and following us on our bets and tailing us on our bets. And we're going to be the show, the only gambling show that makes you money. We're going to need to pick it up together as a group. Drew, you went one and six on the week dangles you went two and five myself i was the best gambler on the show at a paltry three and four so is there anything you guys want to say directly to the listeners before we move on to the mfk i'm going to start with you dangles well i guess i just hope that you know for everyone who is with me for my five and oh first time and only time it's been done on king of the coast week that you'll stick with me through this two and five week uh because we are all of us human we all of us make mistakes and we all had a rough week this week there were some there were some bizarre game outcomes this week there was some weird games there was some stuff that didn't quite go like we do our homework on this show you know what i mean like we look at the stats we pay the money to subscribe to these 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 sites so that we can really crunch these numbers and look at trends and read articles by people who are following these teams you know, we we come into these shows feeling like we got a pretty good grip on this, and and sometimes it we say it all the time. It's a week to week league, and sometimes yeah. you get a curveball to cross sports references, and and we just looked kind of silly as you know, like you duck out of the way the first time you ever see a curveball coming at you, and you just run away because you think it's going to hit you in the head before it breaks over the plate. That was this week on West Coast Gamblers. Drew, well, I do have documented stats to back me up here, boys, but I can honestly say. It was my worst weekend since the 2018 conference championship games when somehow I fell on the New England, or sorry the Kansas City Chiefs and the New Orleans Saints uh, the day where the uh, Patriots scored in overtime to crush a teaser and obviously the no PI call to yep. put the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yep. So dumb math there, including playoffs, is probably my worst betting week in 48 betting weeks the last two and a half years. What I was disappointed about mostly <clears> – <throat> was the sports books have been getting crushed the last three weeks by the public. Yeah. The public have been winning. And this was a week where, again, a lot of sharp darlings out there. And 
I looked at all these games, like Dangle said, I mean, he's right. We, 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 we take this seriously and we, you know, we're, we're betting real money. And, uh, you know, Sunday night I went to the gospel mission and got my family soup and, uh, it was disappointing. <laughs> but the thing is, this was, this was the sharp weekend where yeah. the sharps beyond the Colts, they loved, they loved the jets. They love the bucks. They love the Pats. They love the Steelers. That was all professionals moving those lines. And guess what? I looked at every single one of those games. And on my life, I really wanted to take the Jets. I really wanted to take the Pats. But I sat there and I just kind of, I just, I, just, I just didn't trust it, right? And you know at some point there's going to be regression to this mean. Yeah. Sportsbooks have been being crushed the last three weeks. And I am most disappointed that I didn't capitalize on something I knew was going to happen. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. You really have to look at this. you got to play numbers, not teams. And I know it's very, very hard to do. And I, I did not have the balls to play those those ugly. And instead, I somehow fall on the Colts and the mother effing Minnesota Vikings. And I got seven. Dangles, don't shake your head. I got seven points of closing line value. I had them at plus I'm not two shaking and a my head half. At you. No, you you can't I'm because not shaking I, my head I, I at you. I'm Dangles. shaking my head at the Vikings. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Sorry, sorry. No, I plus plus two and a half, guys. Guys, plus two and a half. I had a ticket for plus two and a half, <laughs> and they closed at minus four and a half, and they lost. Cooper Rush, baby. I promise you, the listeners and the watchers at home, I promise you this. The three of us are angry, and we're going to come back. We're going to get on that horse, and we're going to come back and be firing on all cylinders come Thursday because not only are our bank accounts in the negative after this week, but our, our reputation has been tarnished. And we don't take that kindly here at the West Coast Gambler. So we'll be back, and I'm excited for that Thursday show to come come at you with some winners and return to form as the only gambling show that makes you money. But let's start making money right now. Because as we said at the top of the show, these playoff pictures are starting to sort of uh, uh, make themselves known here. We're almost at the halfway mark of the season, and as we know now, seven teams in each conference make the playoffs. That NFC is loaded with a bunch of teams with only one loss. It's very top-heavy. The AFC as well is getting teams that are kind of around there, 6-2 and two is the top one in the division. But those seven-seed teams, there's a lot of 500, just under 500 teams just scratching and clawing, and one of them is going to fall their way into that Chicago Bears playing on Nickelodeon slot in the playoffs. The reason why we bring this up is because I think now is the time to capitalize on this because you can go on to the sports books right now and make a bet, will they or won't they make the playoffs. So I've tasked the two other hosts here, Drew and Dangles, to give us an MFK of a few teams that are scratching the surface of that seven seed. And we're going to go to Mr. Dangles first. Now, I did not give Dangles the AFC because his Patriots are going to be talked about when we talk about the AFC. Instead, I gave Dangles the NFC. Your current seven seed right now is the Carolina Panthers. Again, somehow 500 with Sam Darnold and a great defense. Gilly picking the ball off late to steal it there. Minnesota, also very much in the hunt, is right there. Atlanta, somehow, somehow, someway, scratching and clawing at 500. And then the San Fran 49ers. Okay, so the Panthers, the Vikings, the Falcons, the 49ers. MFK those four squads and tell me, do you feel confident in betting on any one of them to make the playoffs or to miss <laughs> the playoffs? Yeah, um, I, <clears throat> I don't know. 
this is a really tough. Almost none of these teams have beat anyone worth a damn. Uh, so this was a really difficult uh, decision for me. Um, but let's start out with uh, the one that I'm going to devote my uh, life to here in this context. And I think that's got to be the San Francisco 49ers here, who mm. are plus 180 to make the playoffs uh, as a yes. Um, looking at their remaining schedule, I do think they have the easiest schedule out of the four teams that I had here to consider. They have the Cards and Rams at home in the next two games, and at least those games are at home. But in-division games are always tough. And then the next seven games after that, in between the final week of the season when they have to go to L.A., those are all winnable games. For them. So just looking at them and comparing them to uh, a couple of the other teams that I'm going to talk about here, I think they have the easiest path to a potential, uh, you know, nine and eight, nine, uh, nine and eight season. Uh, maybe, maybe ten and seven if they get lucky. And I think they're also the best coach team out of the group of folks that I'm talking about here. So I'm, I'm marrying the San Francisco 49ers. I don't know if even at plus 180, which isn't a bad number, I'm, no. I'm willing to. I'm willing to put money on this team making the playoffs because they're just too volatile week to week. And they're great when Elijah Mitchell is in and Debo Samuel might have an all-pro year going for him. But the, the defense sometimes plays and sometimes doesn't. And so I don't know if I would personally put bet on, personally bet on them. But if I was going to bet on one of these teams, it would be them. Uh, I am going to have consensual relations uh, with the Carolina Panthers at 4-4 four and four, who are plus 600 to make the playoffs. And this is really a look ahead for me. Um, and, and kind of uh, predicting that they're going to get better when Christian McCaffrey comes back. I believe it's this week that he's scheduled to get off the the IR, which could portend a a, 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 a return to play for him soon. Who knows? He was how also supposed to return to play in week five, Dangles. <laughs> he was, but I'm, I'm just saying this is where we're at right now. Like maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I don't know if the Panthers are going to kind of put the brakes on him and not rush him back or if they want to get him out there because they see they still have a path to the playoffs. Um, what troubles me is the last four weeks of the Panthers' schedule – at the Bills versus the Bucks, at the Saints, at the Bucks. Three of those four on the road. Those are four tough games for them, and I'm just not sure I'm convinced that this admittedly well-coached Matt Rule and Joe Brady squad has the gumption with Sam Darnold at cornerback to pull out those important wins at the end of the season. And I'm fucking killing the Minnesota Vikings. I don't even need to talk about this at three Thank and four. You, I have no idea what to think of this team. At least the Panthers, him, at least the Panthers have a good excuse for stinking right now. They can be like, just blame it on Christian McCaffrey not being there. The Vikings seem pretty healthy. Dalvin Cook is there. Thielen is there. Jefferson is there. They still stink. They still can't beat a quarterback. This is a poorly coached team. Mike Zimmer should be fired. I'm over Mike the Mike Zimmer drinks his own pee. Three and four. <laughs> go go! I don't know. Go go away. Listen. Minnesota. So so I, I like everything you said, and, and I agree with all those points. I will say, I think out of all those four teams, I think Carolina has the singular best unit in their defense, but that schedule is really, really tough. And you take in San Fran, who with the four teams I gave you is plus 180. They're the lowest odds to make the playoffs. But there's one team that I didn't give you in here, and this is on me. But the news came out early today that the pin is out of Russell Wilson's finger. And that I might mean that he comes back to play. Now, Seattle still has a terrible defense. Seattle still has a Chris Carson injury. But Geno Smith did beat the pants off of the Jaguars, who, uh, yeah, that was one of Drew's bets that he lost. Seattle did win that game. And Seattle is 3-5. and five. Carolina right now, the seventh seed is 4-4. Four and four. So Seattle is not in any way, shape, or form out of this race. But that's no. enough about the NFC. Dangles is telling you his money is on the 49ers at plus 182 make the playoffs as that 7 seed. Drew, you have the AFC. Now, the AFC is ugly. Okay, the, the, all these teams right now, 
I couldn't tell you what they're going to do week to week. Could not tell you. So I'm excited to see where the sharp goes. You'll be surprised to learn that the sixth seed right now and the seventh seed both have a four and three record. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Los Angeles Chargers. Right outside at four and four, those New England Patriots who just beat the Chargers and Goddamn, Mac Jones, man. I have no idea what I'm going to get out of that offense, but they will show up almost every week. The Cleveland Browns, 4-4. Four and four. Baker with that torn labor. And the Denver Broncos, your favorite team, is also 4-4 four and four as the 10 seed. So Pittsburgh, Chargers, Denver, New England, Cleveland, two of those guys in the front row seat to make the playoffs. Marry, fuck, kill out of those five. Well, Squares, you gave me the AFC to kind of avoid the dangles bias here in the AFC, but I don't know if you have eyes. You watch football. You know anything about football, how you're not marrying the New England Patriots. I mean, they they, they are clearly a better team than 4-4, four and four, and you guys laugh. I know we have some equity in Mac Jones' rookie of the year. I'm but not laughing. Let me tell you something, boys. No, no. Tony kind of, oh, Jamar Chase. Listen, this is a <laughs> half season away from the Patriots rising and the Bengals falling, and that ticket will be ours. I like Mac. Uh, I like that defense. I like Damian Harris, and obviously they have the go on the sideline. So clearly, I'm gonna I'm gonna hitch my wagon to the Patriots. Plus one twenty to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I have their over win, so I'm already invested in that. Um, so for me personally, um, I feel that if they hit their season win total, then I cash the ticket anyway. So I probably wouldn't double down on the plus one twenty. Yeah. If I had to take the plus one twenty, I would. Yeah. Um, this one's hard for me. Like, who am I? Uh, F U C. K-I-N-G. Um, I am going to do that reluctantly. Is it worse if you say it or spell it? I haven't figured that out yet, but keep going. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to reluctantly, and I went back and forth on this, but I, I still, oh, they pissed me off on Sunday, but I'm still going to F the Cleveland Browns. Oh, I thought you were going to um, say Denver. I was about to jump oh, through this yeah, screen no, at yeah. you. Okay. No, 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 no. No, I can fucks with the Browns. I fucks with the Browns. I, I just, <laughs> listen, I, I took I took the Browns in the contest. If you would have told me the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to score 15 points, I thought I would have won that bet <laughs> 11 times out of 10. I don't know what's going on. Odell Beckham Jr. has passed away. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> Odell. Yeah, rip. Um, Jarvis Landry looks like he's in a jackass movie. Um, Najoku... <laughs> is an Instagram model. I, I have no idea what's going on with that <laughs> offense. I, I, I have no idea if, like, Kareem Hunt is, like, the key. They need, like, a two-headed monster running back. I just don't get that offense. Their defense is going to show up and play. Yeah. I, I, the defense is going to travel in cold weather. I still, you know, did you guys know, actually, this? I did not know this. Stefanski has yet to cover a regular season division game. Wow. That just seems crazy. I did not wow. know he, that, not, but that's He has bad. not covered a division, regular season division game. I just feel there's got to be regression there, and I do think just based on the odds here, this obviously this this obviously influenced my decision because currently they stand as favorites to make the playoffs. Yeah. So I have to I I I have to I have to f the Browns and who am I killing? Tony, you're not gonna like this. I mean, the Broncos are the obvious choice. Don't do um, it. The Chargers. No, listen. The Chargers look. The Chargers look. Something's wrong with them. I think that uh, we're all high on them. I, I, I don't I don't understand how Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna win football games. I I am I, 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 I know you say they're four and four. Big Ben is a statue. Yeah. He he literally reminds me of Eli Manning and Peyton Manning's their last year. I yep. think he's kinda hidden by an okay defense, an okay running game, not a great running game, an okay running game. I would bet the Pittsburgh Steelers to not make the playoffs at minus one sixty five. I would bet it. I True. just they're, they're they're not they're not better they're not better than the Ravens. I think they're equal if not worse, obviously they just beat freaking Cleveland, but I, I don't, I just, I can't stand to watch that team. And it's not sour grapes. Cause I lost, I, hmm. I bet them against the Packers. 
I, I just I, I can't stand watching that team. I don't think they're that good. No, I just have one question. Now, uh, of course, in that Cleveland game, their kicker was knocked out to a dirty hit, and they just decided to not kick a 20-yard field goal with their punter, made it a five-point game. It should have been a two-score game, Pittsburgh winning that game. You said with Cleveland the reason why you're F-U-C-K in Cleveland is the fact that that defense does travel, and in the wintertime, defense rules all. Who's got a better defense than Pittsburgh? In this in – this, in this, uh... In this scenario, Cleveland. Cleveland's got better defense than Pittsburgh. They just held Cleveland to 10 points. And the Pittsburgh offense has been miserable all year, and they scored 15, not much better. But they held Cleveland, who scored 40-something on the Chargers, to 10 points. They made Jarvis Landry look like a, a whatever you said, an idiot, a jackass movie. They made Odell Beckham. They killed him. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Odell. I'm just saying. You can't count a good defense out. You can't count a good coach teams out. I hear you on the offensive stuff. I hear you. And I've been talking about this all year. Pittsburgh is making the playoffs. That was my plus money bet, my best bet to start off this season before all these games kicked off. That defense fucks, man. That defense fucks. So if you're going to kill them, over killing the awful Broncos, the Broncos who had 12,000 people and just not show up for the game on Sunday. Nobody cares. They just traded Von Miller away for chump change. But okay, we'll kill the Pittsburgh Steelers. I get it. That's fine. I think you're still a little bit angry about the Michigan game. It's clouding your judgment a little bit, but I don't want to bring up any sour grapes. Instead, it's time to now talk about the sour grapes in an open forum with a doctor on our side. It is time now for Dr. Dangles, and that is coming up next. West Coast Gamblers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just a little while, we have Austin Huff of the Titans Up, Titan Up podcast and US 99 in Chicago to talk with us about the, uh, well, not death, but the, the end of Derrick Henry, maybe, for the 2021 season. He's looking but for first, a rebound. He is, he is looking for a rebound, and it sounds like he's open to considering pretty much any option at this point. So <laughs> Now's your um, time to sneak into those DMs. Now is, that's right, just slide right on in. But... Uh, it's time instead for us to uh, go over what happened last week, because, because gentlemen, I know that you had expressed there was there was some difficulties with with the betting outcomes, and and we want to create a safe space for your, you guys to talk about what happened and why it happened and how we can avoid it happening in the future. Uh, so let's buckle in for another uh, exciting and not board certified edition of Doctor Dangles. Gentlemen, how did we do this week? Uh, doctor, I'd like to go first. Um, okay. Yeah, so me and Squares are here together again uh, as a unit. And, um, well, uh, for lack of a better term, um, I personally and Tony, but more so the Sharp, uh, we – it's hard for me to say it. <clears throat> we sucked uh, really, really bad. Um, and now I feel – usually my handicaps are – uh, extremely uh, hard in knowledge, and I feel my handicaps were flaccid, and I also feel I'm, I'm having a hard time. I'm looking at the board next week, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting up. Mm, low energy, not feeling your normal, your normal <sighs> sort of, of breath. Uh, vitality. Short, short of, of breath. breath. Um, what about what about you, confidence? Tony I mean, yeah, it's a little. It's a little bit personal, but as I said, I was looking at the, the board for next week and just trying to decide what, what I should do for some of these games and trying to get myself up for this, for this you know, every now and again, you're, you're put on to perform, and I was trying to get myself up, and I just couldn't stop thinking about 
the 44 points that the Eagles scored against the Lions that I had as a plus three and a half uh, as my two point side here, and it just kind of all went away. You know, I don't know if it's in my mind or in my head, but just there's no. It's a, like a low T level. I just don't feel like I can perform to my capabilities, and I'm only 32. Like this shouldn't be happening yet, and I feel kind of embarrassed to say anything about it. Um, but yeah, I just don't know if you have anything for that. I think there might be something uh, on the market for that. For if you're feeling low energy, if you're feeling, um, you know, maybe low B, you know, uh, the kind of low low bet. Um, they softer have softer than a mouse. Softer, <laughs> softer than a mouse. Um, Cialis for Betters could help you, potentially. There is product on the market. Cialis for Betters is not approved by the FDA and should not be used by anyone, but it could help you Mm. in improving your bet. Um, But you should seek medical attention immediately uh, if you experience uh, leaning towards betting for the Vikings for longer than four hours. I would immediately recommend you seek medical attention. Let me write that down. Please do write this down because it's very, very important. Um, you could suffer irreversible damage if you consider for longer than four hours betting on the Vikings ever again. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're ready to write us a prescription, I'll send you home with prescriptions. Um, You might want to consult with your various uh, uh, partners, significant others, uh, and let them know about it as well, uh, just so that they know what to expect next time to, to, and maybe consult with each other about how you feel about the other one using it. But uh, Tony, ask your left hand for permission. I don't know about you, Drew, but I've, I've done my own research on the project. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm I'd subscribe. I'm subscribed. Prescribed. Cialis for betters. <laughs> Cialis for betters. And that's all the time we have this week. That is our time, gentlemen. Thank you for coming and being so open. I know this was challenging. This is not an issue that's easy for any gambler to talk about. Uh, and that's why they have this this kind of medication so that so that we can help you. So thank you for coming with open minds and open hearts. This has been Dr. Dangles. Up next, Austin Huff. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. The NBA is back and at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. The key to victory is a strong starting five, and new customers can bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. $5. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. That's insane. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also sign into the game with same-game parlays. They combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is a safe, secure, and reliable sportsbook. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Use promo code WCG. That's the West Coast Gambler's initials. Promo code WCG. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code WCG this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Again, that's promo code WCG. $5 on an NBA team, and you win $200 in free bets. That's what we bring to you. And now, King of the Coast. West Coast Gamblers. Very happy to have our guest on today. He is a returning one. You may have heard him during our MFK seasonal preview of the AFC South talking at length about how good his Tennessee Titans would be. And hey, 
He was correct because right now they stand at the number one seed in the entire AFC. But as we know, this injury news brings up a lot of questions, and he's here to answer them. You can hear him on US 99 Chicago in the mornings on the Melissa and Austin show. He also has the Titans Up pod and started CorkedBats.com, a very funny sports blog website. And we're very happy to have him on the show today. So happy that we're going to have a contest with this interview. For every 25 downloads this podcast gets, <laughs> we will make the tears streaming down his face larger. So please welcome <laughs> de- back to the show, Mr. Austin Huff. Welcome back, sir. Oh, West Coast Gamblers, my, my guys. How are you guys? You doing well? Doing great, We're man. Doing okay. to have you. Probably, We're doing okay. We're doing okay. But question is, how are you? How are oh. you doing? Because, because I'm, you know, judging by reading some of the, you know, some of the posts on the blog, I mean, you you wrote a, a long well, and in-depth article about, uh, you know, your feelings on this, and I, I'm personally wondering yeah. where you are in the seven stages of NFL grief. I'd, I'd given the time of day, peg you somewhere between the anger and like unhinged laughter stage. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's unhinged laughter and I'm getting ready to get to that point uh, in the seven stages of NFL grief to call into my local radio show. Like that's where I'm at. Like it's, it's really tough guys. And it's, uh, I, Oh my gosh. Like I am, I'm really sad. Like I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. On a Monday night, obviously, like I work a morning show. Yep. So I, you know, I go to bed, I say fairly early. I go to bed around 11 o'clock at night. Uh, but I rarely drink on a weeknight. <laughs> I already have down like a, uh, a two finger glass of whiskey. Yeah, it is. I was just like, you know what? It's been a long day. It's been tough. And I, because it's not just that the Titans lost their best player. But Cork Bats, the the blog you you were talking about, like that I run, it is we peg ourselves as the number one Derrick Henry fan site on the internet. Yep. And when you when you hitch your wagons to a horse, albeit probably the strongest horse that any it's of us horse. have ever seen, it's a very good horse. That a, a horse that Secretary. has only missed up until Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, has only missed one game in his entire career. Yep. Uh, it. It's tough when, you know, like, okay, we're going to have to find another mode of transportation to get us through, at least for the next six to 10 weeks. Well, that's that is the silver lining that I saw in this because you guys are six and two. You do have a bunch of tiebreaker wins over the Bills, over the Chiefs. You've beaten up on the Colts, which are the only competitor in your division. You're seemingly okay unless the tires fall off the the car there. You're seemingly going to make the playoffs. And at that point, your man could come back. So I am excited. Do you do you have any silver lining in that regard that you're not playing for November and December? You're playing for February, right? Well, I will say you you like the fact that you said unless the tires fall off. Well, today two of the tires fell off with Derrick Henry. <laughs> the other two tires are Julio Jones and AJ Brown. If God forbid anything happens to them, then yeah, we could be looking at a disaster situation and the Colts could sneak their way in. Uh, I will say the win on Sunday means all that much more. Yeah, now. Uh, the win against the Colts and beating them twice, it they would have to go. Let's say the Titans win four games the rest of the season. The Colts would have to go eight and one down the stretch to win the division. Like those odds. So, yeah, right. So it, it looks good. It looks good for the and that that's just how important that game was. Uh, Derrick Henry gets breaks his foot in the first he- quarter and then plays the rest of the game yeah. throughout. Like that just. The man is the man continue even when he gets injured, he defies odds and he defies <laughs> circumstance. Um, but I I don't know. I, I feel I I feel like there is a lot more weight put on the regular season, but today I've been grasping at straws 
for encouragement and and excitement like anything to like anything positive to look forward to because literally the titans become the number one team in the afc and i'm barely even able to enjoy that before <laughs> i find out that my pride and joy Derek lamar henry jr is is out for the season so the best thing i i grasped onto today was the fact that someone said you know if he can make it back for the playoffs you're looking at a rested Derrick exactly. Henry for the playoffs, which is, I mean, that would be nightmare fuel to most teams. Absolutely. So I, that I'm going to, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to grasp onto that straw, I guess. Austin, I Austin, I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I hear your tone. I'm shocked. I'm shocked you haven't brought this up yet. You know, long before Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry, about a decade and a half ago, there was a guy by the name of Adrian Peterson. Okay? <laughs> now he, he was, he was the horse before the yeah. horse, and 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 on the old on the old Twitter today, I saw that the Titans have signed Adrian Peterson. Now, being a Lions fan, if you want a guy to just go full steam ahead into the back of their lineman and pick up a yard and a half each carry, he's your guy. But right. but answer me straight here: Do you think thirty six years old, very 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 uh, that that that's a dinosaur for an NFL running back? Do you think there's any shred of hope? that he is at least moderately effective or at least he can put some pressure off Tannehill and, and, and be able to get Tannehill the ball to those receivers that you just named. Yeah, well, and Adrian Peterson, he is very old. In fact, if he's listening <laughs> right now, he's probably like, you read that where on, what was that, Twitter? Yeah. Twitter? What was that? Is that like, site it, designed with GeoCities? Like- <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Can I get that on Netscape Navigator? <laughs> Uh, no, Adrian Peterson. Look, I, that did soften the blow, I guess a little bit. Um, just knowing that, you know, you go from one running back who should be MVP to the last running back to win MVP, uh, another 2000 yard rusher in Adrian Peterson. Uh, I think it's now, but, (laughs) and this is, this is the tough thing too, because he's great. And I think he could, he could eat up some of those, you know, like Derrick Henry on Sunday was not great. He was uh, three yards per carry or something, maybe even less than that. Uh, only like 69 yards. Nice. Uh, and nice. it was like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, can Adrian Peterson do that for sure? And if he can do that, then yeah, then I, I, I have no doubt that the Titans, because keep in mind, the Titans still have AJ Brown and, and Julio Jones. If Julio can return from all injury. is not lost for the offense. It's, it's a huge blow, but all is right. not, all is not you, lost. You could be in a lot worse situations, right? And you, you're not going to get a back that can pick up 150 yards a game no. like you had with Derrick Henry, but you can get a back that could maybe get a hundred, maybe get like 80 to hundred, which I think is, is reasonable. And I think hopefully barring Adrian Peterson, like how well he's stayed in shape over the last few years, maybe he could, you know, he could potentially do that. Now I'm wondering like now where do the, like, are the Titans just like, are they desperate right now? Are the Titans like just looking for anyone and anyone? Like are, are the Titans going to sign Peyton Hillis next week? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was well, hoping for Frank Gore, like bring back Frank Gore <laughs> yeah, and AP right. as the double-headed monster. <laughs> right. The, the good news right. is, as you said, Derek Henry, Henry might be well-rested for a postseason run. Adrian Peterson, very well-rested right now. So you have that going. <laughs> yeah. For you. When it comes to well-rested running backs, look, the AFC South and the really the rest of the AFC has something to look out for because my goodness, Adrian Peterson, he's been sitting at home resting. 
Uh, I saw today he posted a photo of himself in a Ninja Turtles mask, yep. a light blue Ninja Turtles mask. Uh, He's feeling it. So, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I would be... I would be nervous if I was the rest of the AFC South. I, I saw a tweet today from NFL on CBS. They tweeted out uh, Derrick Henry, or excuse me, Adrian Peterson. They said, anyone who doesn't think Adrian Peterson still has it, this is what he did. Uh, this was a run he did. And they posted a photo of his 90-yard touchdown run against the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. And then they also included in that same tweet that said, this was less than three years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank it's like, you, NFL uh, on like, CBS. <laughs> yeah, you you make you don't make me feel any Less better, than NFL. Three TV. years no. ago, Dude, it's only three... been almost a thousand days. It's fine. <laughs> the average NFL career is three point three years. Yeah. All right, three years ago, people were eating Tide Pods. Three years ago, uh, Mason Ramsey was uh, had a career. He was a thing. He had a career and then ended his career. We were three debating years whether ago. a dress was blue or gold. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. It was Laurel was and Yanni ago. was literally three years ago. So <laughs> I like it's it, like you're not saying much there, NFL and CBS. If anything, you're hurting Adrian Peterson's argument by tweeting that well, out. They should uh, just take they just take his Oklahoma highlight reel for for, for shits and giggles. Yeah, right, right. This <laughs> happened less than a decade ago, you know? Fifteen years Mark's, ago. Fifteen. There, Mark Sanchez was the Redskins quarter and they were the Redskins at the time, so I can still say that. Uh was the Redskins quarterback at the time of that run. Like that should tell you everything you need to know. Derrick Henry and Adrian Peterson aside, though, that 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 team has done so much more than Derrick Henry. There's a reason they're six and two, and it's not all on his back. A lot of it is, but it's not all on his back. As you said, AJ Brown and Julio Jones, that defense also has won you some games, or at least I should say kept they've you kept in some in, games yeah. against big yeah, offenses. They've, so they've you been, have to feel been good about the team better. as a whole. Yeah. And we said last year on uh, our Tighten Up podcast, we, we said it all the time. We said, you know, this is a team that had a top three offense in the NFL last year. They, they were number one for most of the season last year with their offense. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry's 2000 yard season was a big part of that. But you also that was with A.J. Brown and uh, and Corey Davis. Yep. Then you upgrade Corey Davis to a Julio Jones. So you're like, OK, now all you need is if this defense that defense last year, they were like 31st, 32nd in the league in a lot of categories. If you if they could cut that in half, if they could be like even just 15th rank, which still isn't great, but it's mediocre. If they could be mediocre, this team could be great. And I, I think that defense, I mean, to the to Mike Vrabel and, and uh, the entire staff's credit, that defense has improved. They're not, still not amazing, but they've got a pass rush again. Harold Landry is second in the NFL in sacks. 14th in the league, according to PFF right now. There you go. So, like, this defense is is has improved. And that's really with an offense as as great as the Titans had last year and one that they've proven to have this year. That defense has done their job. And I I, I think that's been a huge part of the an unsung part of the Titans' success thus well, far. And I guess looking, moving the conversation forward and kind of like looking ahead, does this injury concern you about his usage going forward? I mean, you know, I don't know if you, you're, you know, the Football Outsiders has the rule of 370, you know, with a running back getting 370 or more carries. Derrick Henry had 378 last year. Um, mm -hmm. Almost on average, that person uh, has an injury or a regression uh, in the next year. 
we're seeing that play out here. I mean, are you worried that are you worried about the, you know what this could portend for his usage usage long term because this did kind of shake out exactly how it's it's often yeah. prophesized. I and I've heard that I've heard that a lot about uh about his usage and that like there's been a lot of people dancing on the grave of Derrick Henry today <laughs> of like oh uh, which don't I don't just, intend to do like that's you, not what no, I'm no, 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 and I'm not no, 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 I'm sad for Titans fans that this is happening. No, 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 and I'm I'm not referring to you or anything like I I I've just heard a lot of that uh today from just national media and everything uh, a lot of well you know we we told you we knew it you know this is this is what has happened which is funny because it's like people have been saying this take for three years now yeah. and derrick henry's been overused now this is this third year of mm-hmm. probably you could you could argue of over usage yeah. and and he never it, this is Again, Sunday will be hit the second missed game of his entire career. Well, I, I'm I'm kind of against the 270 rule as well because a guy like Miles Sanders who wasn't used at all this year in Philadelphia, anytime one of these guys can turn an ankle and get injured and he's out for the year. But sure, I do have to say because now we're we're releasing this show a couple of hours from now. If you're listening to it in the morning, is the trade deadline for the NFL. Some teams are buyers, some teams are sellers. Usually, there's not a lot of movement but the titans are definitely putting stuff in for this year and, and they want to win right now with the record that they have the team that they have as the, they should the yeah, way it's honestly. constructed so we just saw von miller go to the rams the rams don't have a draft pick for the next 17 years now but as a <laughs> titans fan we are getting into that christmas spirit is there anyone on your wish list someone that you wouldn't mind adding to this titan squad don't worry about the cost right now but someone that could be available to add to this titan squad to help them in this regular season run to the finish line and also to the push to the super bowl like are we are we including christmas magic because like <laughs> could i get derrick henry back is that like literally that's all i want it's a christmas uh, miracle <laughs> yeah right 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 uh yeah where's the ghost of christmas past can we get him out here and like see if we can uh you want lindo white and chris johnson to come come back right lindo white and chris johnson just to roll back someone tweeted at chris johnson today and was like hey you know adrian pierce come back you want to come back and chris johnson was like i would pull every damn muscle in my body if i came back right now so i'm like look i appreciate that honesty um no i so i saw a lot of deshaun jackson rumors last last week yeah and oh god i i I didn't like it i i wasn't buying it right and i didn't like it but then when you're like number one running back goes down like when literally (laughs) the pride and joy of your offense you're like you know deshaun watson doesn't sound that bad bad. what about the obvious one austin like 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 ronald jones has been speculated right because he has a relationship with the titans i mean what would you i mean would that make you excited for ronald jones i mean i mean i'm not i'm not i don't even have an answer for that but would that make even sense i it's it's one of those points okay and roll with me guys here. All right. We've all been in, we've all been in like long relationships. Right. Yeah. And yes. Except Tony. We Except Tony. Other than Tony. Tony, just roll with us on this one. Um, I've heard about him. I've read a book or two. <laughs> I've heard about them. So you're in a long relationship and you break up. Okay. Whatever it may be. Maybe, maybe she dies in a car crash. I don't know, oh. but your heart is broken. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your heart is broken. Whether she broke up with you or it was in a burning car crash wrapped around. No, a it's telephone burning? Pole. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's alien? just real bad. Yeah. You couldn't even have a funeral with a casket. Like it was just, you had to just, anyway, uh, just awful situation. You are so heartbroken in that moment. You're like, I will take anyone who loves me back at this moment. And like, if it's Ronald Jones, like, yeah, like that excites me a little bit just because I need to feel the touch of a woman right now. So, you know, like I just, I need that in my life. I am so NFL heartbroken. Running back. 
Just a little eight-week fling. Well, if you're listening, Ronald Jones, you can swipe right on Austin Huff and the Tennessee <laughs> Titans at your leisure. I'm sure Bruce Arians would be fine to let you go. But, Austin, thank you very much for coming on the show. We will have you again when those – I mean, this is a guarantee I'm giving you right now. When those Tennessee Titans are in the playoffs and Derrick oh, Henry is toting the rock for them. No, see, I was guaranteeing that Derrick Henry is going to win MVP this year, which I he was. I felt like he was on well, pace to do. If the Titans go 1-7 and seven without him, he might very well win that MVP. I guarantee you he will not win the MVP. (laughs) Schaefer the Sharp guarantee Derrick Henry will not win the MVP if the Titans finish at 6-11 and and he plays eight games. That's a hot take from Schaefer the Sharp. All right. All right. I just need something to grasp onto this season. (laughs) But I thank you, Mr. Austin Huff, newly found fan of Adrian Peterson. Excited to watch to see how these Tennessee Titans rebound. And thank you once again for coming on this very silly show. And everyone listening, go look at CorkedBats.com, K-O-R-K-E-D-Bats.com. Very funny stuff on there, including Austin telling you he's going to jump off a roof. Hasn't done that yet, but I see the skyline behind him. Have fun, Austin. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we go from one grieving man to three more right now as we dive in to everybody's favorite segment of the week. It's time for Gravestones. This is the part of the show where the three of us get together, or I should say separately walk in together to the church and put an NFL team into the ground saying they will not make the playoffs this calendar year. We've been doing this all season long. Now we have a couple of heads on spikes so far. In fact, we've all killed the Jacksonville Jaguars, Mike White and the Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and the still unwinning Detroit Lions. Now, There is an order we do this. It goes based off of how we did betting on the last week. Drew will be going first this week. I'm second. Dangles is third. That matters because if a host kills a team, the host following cannot kill that same team this week. So far, Drew, again, you're going first. You've killed the Giants, the football team, and the Texans. Uh, Myself, I've killed those Giants, the Bears, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Dangles, you have killed the Texans, the Broncos, and the Eagles. But now... No more time to talk. It's time to solemnly step into the holy place, put our heads down, press play on that great music. It is time for Gravestones. Well, gents, somehow I have the luxury of leading off after a sparkling one in six week uh, on this beloved program that I'm so proud of, a one in four week in Circa and a two and three week in the Westgate. Uh, feeling pretty down on myself but however not as down the deep south feeling in my heart that Chicago Bears fans must have Um, the last time I gave a eulogy we had our dear friend of the program Thomas TJ Wortham in studio 
uh, at an undisclosed location, not professionally, of course. And uh, I said you could flush the Trubisky MVP tickets down the potty. And today I'll say you can take any Bears playoff hopes, dreams, wishes. Nagy's job, Pace's job, Fields' future, swirling down the potty forever. Good night, Chicago Bears. The kitties of the midway. R.I.P. This week, I looked long and hard at a team that, as I said earlier on this show, had 12,000 people paying ticket holders just not show up for their game. But I did some research, and this is thanks to Peter King. Out of the entire league, no NFL team is below 80% stadium capacity, except for one, a team that's all the way at 63% home capacity. So if the fans can't show up for them, why should I? Dan Snyder, you are a joke of a man, and your team is not making the playoffs. Good night, Washington football team. Get yourself a goddamn mascot. As is customary early on in the NFL season, or at least has been customary for us here on the West Coast Gamblers to do early in the season, I guess it's not that early, but still early enough for me to feel confident saying that it just never gets old being able to kill both New York football teams before (laughs) halfway through the NFL season. And we get to do it every single year here on the West Coast Gamblers. And as a a, uh, uh, New Englander raised, it just makes my heart happy to see New York lose in every way, shape and form. I'm killing the New York Giants this year or the, uh, this week, one of the most poorly coached teams in the NFL. They will not be making the playoffs in that same putrid division that you just brought up, the NFC East. So long, Giants. So long, Joe Judge. So long, Dave Gettleman. It's been real. And with that, Sayonara. the Giants have entered the graveyard. And that is it for Gravestones. West, 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 West Coast Gamblers. All right, ladies and gents, that is it for the West Coast Gamblers. For Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crooks, and my name is Tony Cavallo. As always, that uh, that promo code for DraftKings WCG, you make your first $5 bet on an NBA game, you get $200 in free bet should you win. WCG, the promo code. We are the only gambling show that makes you money, and that is a promise we will fulfill coming on Thursday when we bet the slate for week nine. Very excited about it, but that's all for today. Thank you, Austin Huff, for joining, and thank you for listening. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous 
business odds makers and influencers. Every episode of Double Down with Breslow is packed with insider tips, deeply skilled analysis, and in-depth discussions. Don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting. Listen to Double Down with Breslow on the Evergreen Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Double Down with Breslow, the business of sports betting podcast.